Welcome to the King's Cast, dynamic teaching recorded live at King's Church in Cambridge, England. We hope you are blessed and challenged by listening to the ministry today. And now, here's the broadcast. If you could just turn your Bibles just quickly to uh, Joshua 24, uh, Joshua 24 verse 14. I'm going to speak for a short time and you believe me when I say that. Okay. The title of this message is Living Your Legacy and it just kind of reflects some of the things we've seen and heard about today with little Henri Josh being dedicated, but just some other principles as well and I'm going to go through them quickly. The Word of God says this, Now fear the Lord and serve Him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods uh, your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me, Joshua said, and my household, we will serve the Lord. We've heard that many times. You'll probably see that on a lot of fridge magnets. The, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And Joshua here is expressing, he's been taking the people of God through uh, the wilderness for many years. And Joshua's asking these people, there's many gods, as we've heard, the gods of the Amorites, the gods of the Euphrates, uh, River Breeze. asking these people, isn't it, to um, choose to serve God. To throw away, it says, some of these idols. And he's expressing the importance to God's people then. And I'm expressing that importance today, I suppose, of serving God. With the title of the message being Living Your Legacy, I believe it's so important that one of the things we've talked about today and with dedication, the difference between dedication and a a christening is this, that in simple terms that we believe that we can pray for children Pray that they're going to be um, blessed by God, but we can only lead a child to a decision. And that's an important thing that distinguishes it. Leading, just like we do with anyone we speak to about God, we lead someone to a decision. They ultimately make the decision. And today we've not done anything special that makes that child a Christian. And then we forget about them. But we lead them to decision. And what I just want to talk about is some of the things where Joshua is saying that him and his household is saying is to make a decision to serve God. A clear, distinct decision. So therefore the choices that we have and the choices that uh, John Louis have and Nakwanda, and when they bring the child up, the choices that we have with some of the people around us, not just our children, you don't have to have children for this, But the word of God is talking about our households, where we live, where do we choose, who do we choose to serve, who do we choose to put the most important in our lives. And some of these people, these people were God's people. They weren't just random people who just decided to chat in the street. These were God's people. They'd seen God move. They'd seen some miraculous things. You might have seen some awesome things in In the church, the presence of God moving, some really miraculous things. And these people had. And all of a sudden, they seem to have got some of these gods that they're asked to be to throw away. Probably things that they had in their house. And Joshua's saying, 
as for me, my household, we want to serve God. What do you want to do? And it's an important thing today and just for any mothers and fathers here today is to make that decision that whatever you do, uh, you're leading by example to the next generation. And little Henri Josh, as much as is in God's hands, his life rests on some of the teaching that comes from us. When people stand up in this room, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be possibly changing Henri Josh's nappy or doing the things or anything like that. But when we stand up, we're saying, you know, we're, we're part of teaching the, the young ones, speaking to them about God, surrounding them with the knowledge of God. Number one this morning, my point, this is going to be very quick, is what do you serve? What do you serve? Matthew 6 says this, you probably, I think it was a few weeks ago when I was aware that you looked at Matthew 6, but it says this, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You can't serve two things. Skipping ahead to Revelation, many of us know the scriptures that talk about the church of Laodicea, when uh, it talks to the church, the, the angel, the, the, the word of God comes to the church of Laodicea, and it says this, that in a nutshell, it talks about that God doesn't want um, people who are lukewarm. How many of you know that if you, I know when I get home sometimes and Emma's forgot to put the water on, it's never me. But if we've got one of those old tank things that heats the water up. We haven't got one of the combi systems. I'm just waiting for Mirek to come and fit me one. But we've got one of these systems where you have to heat the water up. And Emma, uh, if she ever forgets to do it, the water's warm. There's nothing worse than a shower that's warm. It's just not, it's in between. Uh, Even if you drank water, if it's come out of a tap and it's never either cold nor it's hot for anything. Warm is useless. It's It's never right. And what that talks about in the church of Laodicea, God says, lukewarm people, you're kind of sitting on the fence. You're either one or the other. You can't serve You cannot serve two masters. You can't serve two things. Some of us need to make the decision today, whether it's you've got children or not, is to serve God only for you and your household. Joshua said to them, throw away the gods of your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Some people here today have got religious traditions that have been passed down that you've got from other people, your ancestors. This scripture really clearly shows us that it's so important that what we do today actually can change generations. It can change the next generation. Do you know, the surprise is this, that one day, I know, I know it's not nice, it says that you're going to be an ancestor one day. You're going to be the ancestors that people talked about. And how are you going to change the next generation they were asked to throw away some of these things. A few weeks ago, Emma uh, came home and she'd, I don't know if any of you ever do this, but all of a sudden you just get into this period where you just start throwing things out of the house. You're having a big, people call them spring clear-outs, but we just seem to do it quite often. And, but we have these clear-outs and Emma was just throwing everything away and she's got a pile of stuff. She always leaves a pile and says, that's yours. And what are you going to do with it? And I'm a bit of a hoarder because I just like holding on to them, but I think I'm going to use this. But she says, you've not, you've not used it for the last two years. And some of us, are just like that, we need to start throwing some of the things away. You might not have a little golden idol in your, on your mantelpiece that you're worshipping and going and bowing down to every day. Some of these gods that they're talking about, they were probably little things that they had in their houses. Things that they just, even, even if it was something like something they had around their neck. 
just something that symbolized something they put their trust in. You'll see a lot of people in religions do that these days. They have their trust in some symbolic things. Let me tell you, it's worthless. But you might have some things that are not necessarily like this, but today you need to just throw them out. Not throw them out of your house, but throw them out of your lives. Some of you might have things that are a bit like God's. When we serve other masters, it can be many things. There's so many things in the 21st century that can capture our eye and take our eye off serving God. I just want to encourage you today not to have faith in serving these gods, these fashionable gods. These fashionable things that you can have today. You go down into town and you look at some of the shops, people are just walking around with the next iPhone. If you've just bought an iPad, now they come out with a mini iPad and then they'll probably come out with a nano mini iPad. And there's so many different things out there that is going to capture your attention, that is going to take your eyes from God and everything God wants for you. And it's time sometimes for a big clear out to throw some of these things out and say, do you know what? I'm serving you, God. I'm putting you central in my life. Fashions change, don't they? Religions change. Things change. And when it talks, what what captures me about this is, just quickly to say, is that when he said, do you want to serve the gods of the Amorites? Do you want to serve the gods of the other side of the Euphrates River? It's almost like he's saying, you've, you've seen those gods. Now there's the gods of the Amorites. It was almost like, just like today, there's so many things that come into fashion and then go out of fashion. It's whatever's in the location at the time. And in your workplace, if the other people have got all the latest technology and all the latest things, you just think, it's the thing to do, it's the thing to be, that's who makes me as a person. And it was almost like you're saying, what do you want? Do you want the gods of the Amorites? Do you want the gods of the other side of the Euphrates River? Or do you want the true and living God? Because it was almost like I was saying there's so many choices out there that you can have and none of them are fixed. None of them are eternal. None of them are the same yesterday, today and forever. They change like the wind. And I want to encourage you today, don't fix on things that are just changing in the fashions. Because let me tell you, in 10 years time, the iPad and all these different things that we have today will be history. They'll mean nothing. So you might have some things that are Taking hold of your life, that materialistic things that, you know, capture your heart. Matthew 6 that you heard recently said this, doesn't it? It says, do not store for yourselves treasures on this earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven where moths and vermin don't destroy and where the thieves do not break in and steal. For where, where your treasure is, there your heart is also. That's where your heart is. Some of us need to come back to where our heart is. In John 21, and without, I don't want you to turn to this, but it's when Jesus comes back from the dead, and he's, we hear in the Bible it talks about many visit, visits he makes to the disciples and different people. And in John 21, he makes a visit to some of the disciples that have just been out fishing. And they just come back, and Jesus has actually got the barbecue going. He's got some coals and he's got everything ready. And these people have been out fishing, these disciples. And he says, have you caught any fish? And they said, no, we've not caught anything. And he says to them, throw your nets on the other side of the boat. And they catch some fish when they do that. Nets full of them and bring them in. And when they bring them in and they sat there and 
Jesus has already got the, the barbecue ready and they put these fish on and they eat them. And just after they've eaten, he says this to Peter, who's one of the fishermen. He says, do you love me, Peter? And he asks him three times, do you love me? And every time Peter says, yes, I do. And he says, do you love me though more than these? Now, no one really knows what these is. It could have been his friends who were sat around. But I tend to think it's about the fish. It's about his work that he did. And his heart was with fishing. His heart was with making money. If you got a big load of fish like that, it meant you got a lot of money. And I just sensed that that's what it was. And he was asking him this, do you love me more than these? And he said, yes. The question to you is today, who do you love more? More than the things of this world, the things you can accumulate. Who do you serve? And my final point is this. Your choice really does matter. In Joshua 24 verse 16 it says this. The people then answered. Far be it for us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods. It was the Lord our God himself who brought us and our parents up out of Egypt from the land of slavery. And performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our journey. And among all the nations through which we traveled. And the Lord drove out before us all of the nations. Including the Amorites who lived in the land. We too will serve the Lord. Because he is our God. They remembered how great God was. They remembered how amazing the things they'd seen. Joshua said this and he said. As for me and my household we will serve the Lord. Many years back in. The Old Testament, Abraham chose to serve God. And he saw, God showed him the, what was to come. He said, look at the stars in the sky and this is the, what you're going to get. If you serve me, the fruit of what you'll get is too big to count than all the stars in the sky. The decisions we make today, your choice does matter. The decision you, cho- you choose to serve God will change generations. And it's so important for the children as well that what we do is we bring them up in the right way. My parents, I grew up in a, in a Christian background and my mum and dad brought me up in church. I was literally born into the AOG church and I went there from day one. And here I am today. And from being brought up in church, my dad never, ever once forced me to go to church. He never said You have to do this, you have to do that. But the teachings and the things I heard through my life, all it ever did is lead me to a decision. Because one day, I remember making that decision and the Spirit of God coming upon me. And all I can say to you is this, this is the difference. Church is not about forcing anything on anyone. It's about leading people to know the knowledge of the good news of Jesus Christ. Those who've been coming to Christianity Explored have been understanding this and even me, I've been coming to understand new things. It's been amazing just to learn that there's good news, that Jesus died for us and it's finished. Recently we went down into town and we bought a a little DVD for Jacob, which was a Hillsong's uh, music DVD. And they're always watching DVDs constantly. There's all the different things they've got, all these programs. And we bought them this DVD and it's a singing one that's got some beautiful words in it. But ever since they've got it, they've been watching it every day. And within one week, Jake has been singing the lyrics of these songs. And they're just amazing lyrics, just for young children. But I realized this as I sat and had my breakfast the other day. I thought, these are all good things we can do. Showing them the right things, the DVDs, to change the generation. 
But there's one thing. It doesn't matter how much I show them. I cannot change him. He has to make the decision. And all I'm doing is leading him to knowledge. So all I want to encourage you today is your choice matters. Whatever you do. And some of us need to change our actions. Some of us need to change the things in our houses that we do. Some of the things that we watch on TV. Some of the things we've got in our house. To change the way we do things. Because our children are watching. They're watching and looking at us. You might think, oh, it's just little things. But I remember my dad making some conscious decisions that will never leave me. He doesn't even know that I've remembered that I watched him make decisions in our house that made me realize that he was living up to what he spoke about. And all I want to encourage you today is you might think, I'm, I want to teach them, but actually I'm going to let myself slip on some things. I'm, going to, I'm giving myself over to some TV program or something. And your children watch. Your families are watching you. And it's up to us to change the generation. Today we need to reconfirm that we'll serve the Lord and our household. That's the main thing I want to say. Our house as well. Give our houses to him. If you go back today, there's anything in your house that is just not for God. It doesn't serve him. It doesn't have the spirit to serve him. Then throw it out. Proverbs 22 verse 6 says this, direct your children onto the right path and when they're older they will not leave from it. And we've got the opportunity to change the next generation. Thank you for listening and we trust that the word of God has inspired you today. For further information about King's Church or to access our large archive of other recordings, go to www kingscambridge.org If you're listening on iTunes we would love you to leave us some feedback God bless and goodbye